Blog Talk Radio. Hello, this is Robbie Motter, the host of Diva Strategies for Success, where each week I bring you a dynamic guest and who shares some great information about who they are, what they've been doing, a little bit about their life, and some of the things they've learned along the way. And today I have a fabulous guest. Her name is Janet Lancaster, and she is the CEO of Earth Living Clay, which is a global corporate which is a company that works all over the world that is headquartered in San Diego, California. Let me tell you a little bit about Janet. Her professional career began as an accountant, followed by a successful career selling new and used cars, software, hardware, and IT services. Since 2003, Janet has helped organizations repair broken processes and improve internal operations through large systems implementation and process improvement. While she gained valuable skills in the corporate world, the long hours, travel, company politics took its toll on Janet's psych and energy. Off and on over the years, she plotted her escape from the corporate American rat race. In February 2011, she bought Earth Living Clay, a small e-commerce business that she worked part-time in the midst of preparing her escape once and for all. Janet was laid off in February 2012 and has since devoted herself full-time to that business. Through extreme resourcefulness and very little money, Janet has learned about brand building, trademarks, packaging, website design, e-commerce technology, email, and social media marketing, as well as blogging, wholesaling, trade shows, shipping internationally, affiliates, hiring and managing employees, online and offline networking, and more. Wow, they always said women are multitask, but Janet is totally multitask. She holds an MBA from the University of Connecticut and has professional certificates in facilitation, organizational change management, project management, Six Sigma, Lean, and most most recently, Continuous Service Improvement. Welcome, Jen, and I'm so happy to have you with me today. Hi, Robbie. Thank you for having me. I'm so thrilled to be here. Well, one of the things I know is that I, I heard several years ago that clay is very healing. So how did you get into the clay business? Well, as you mentioned in my bio, you know, over the past 15 years or so, I've gotten frustrated at different points in my career, you know, with the politics and the general rat race of corporate America, and have looked, spent time looking for businesses to buy or start. And I had certain criteria that needed to be met. For example, I wanted a business that could be operated from anywhere in the world. I wanted a business that could create jobs, had good potential for growth, Obviously, it had to be something I believed in. For example, I wasn't going to buy a fast food franchise. Um, I wanted something that would accrue equity and be an asset in the future so that I could sell as part of an exit strategy um, and retire. Um, wouldn't, wouldn't be something that people would sue me over, like child care or senior care or driving a shuttle or owning a shuttle business or a tanning salon, something that, that is litigious. And I didn't want to be tied to a retail location with retail hours and and be a slave to a landlord. So I looked, I had these criteria, and I found Earth Swimming Clay on Craigslist. 
And what's interesting is that um, although I'm into natural health and alternative therapies, I had never heard of calcium bentonite clay, um, but I had some familiarity, obviously, with the um, Internet and e-commerce being a consumer myself. And this business um, was operated by some folks um, that were semi-retired and looking to fully retire so they could travel and spend time uh, with their family. And uh, what was really interesting was at the time, I was suffering from a pyelonidal cyst, which is a painful abscess on the tailbone, and the only treatment is surgery or to suffer through it, which is what I had done over, you know, a period of 25 years when I had a flare-up. Um, and they had given me some of the hydrated clay mud to try, and I put it on my cyst overnight, and after the first night, it was 50% gone. Um, I repeated that. I put the, dry, the wet mud on, on the cyst the second night, and um, in the morning it was completely completely gone after the second day. So I was, like, completely sold on clay after that experience. Wow. Um, I know just in listening to you, you had everything pretty much in place of what you really wanted. How long did it take you to figure all the various steps of what you did want and what you didn't want? Because a lot of people, you know, are starting in that path. So what, was there something that prompted you of the various steps to take, or did you just figure it out? Well, I kind of figured it out, but, I, over, again, over a period of 15 years, I get extremely frustrated and say, this isn't for me, i got to find a business. And I'd give it thought, and I would look online, um, and there's a book um, called, I read books, you know, and there's one called Buying and Selling a Business, and the author's name escaped me now. His first name is Robert. But um, I just gave it thought, and I, over a period of years, and developed this list of criteria, and just, I was, and I looked at, I kept an open mind and looked at, you know, I looked at a mobile auto body shop, I looked at window cleaning, I looked at all kinds of um, a body wrap business, I looked at all different kinds of businesses until I found the one that I felt was right for me. And what's great is when you found it, it helped your, you personally as well. Uh, right. What changes have you made since buying Earth, Earth Living Clay? I've made a lot of changes, Robbie. I, um, the, the site where I bought it was built on Microsoft Front Page 2003, which is a, um, a very old technology. And so I had a new website built um, using WordPress because I didn't want to be at the mercy of a developer. So I want, and although I didn't know WordPress at the time, I engaged with a developer um, who actually is in Scotland. His name is Jim McCann, and he's an awesome um, developer who knows WordPress, and he actually you know, built the site and then taught me how to use it. And the whole site was built using Skype and email. I've never actually met Jim. Um, and wow. He said, yep, and I had a call with him this morning. And so I've got a new website. I also had a hosted shopping cart that didn't have all of the features that I wanted. And so I bought a shopping cart system, which was relatively inexpensive. It was um, less than $300 called CS Cart. And the re how I found Jim was because uh, he had done an integration before of WordPress front end and uh, CS Cart back end. So I have a new website, a new shopping cart. I started blogging. Of course, I now have a social media presence on Facebook, Pinterest, Twitter, LinkedIn, Google+, and YouTube. I have a loyalty program. I have an affiliate program for people that want to um, refer their friends and uh, patients to Clay. I have a referral program. I've added a line of therapeutic muds. I very recently added a pet line that uh, includes four products. I've increased the newsletter um, 
subscribers by five times what it was. I've had new labels designed, professional labels designed. Um, I recently picked up an endorsement by a veterinarian who has been recommending clay to all of his patients for 30 years, and now we're working together. I source soap locally because I'm a I'm a self-professed tree hugger, and whenever I can um, take steps to um, have a sustainable business that's good for the environment, I do that. So I was able to source soap locally. I've learned Photoshop, WordPress, and the CS cart. Um, I also have a wholesale program and a private label program. So I've done a lot of things to um, build the company so that I'm now and and starting to experience um, very good growth. Wow, that's great. What's required to run an e-commerce business, and what skills are necessary? Well, it it helps to be comfortable around technology. Um, I have been around technology for, you know, since 1994, I, but I was on the business side, so I don't know how to code. I'm not a systems administrator, but I'm probably more technical than the man on the street. That's not to say you have to be technical. Um, you know, and with any kind of technology, patience is required, whether you're in business using technology or not. We all know that, right, from using our computers to our tablets and cell phones and electronics at home even. Um, so being patient patient with technology is important. It's also good to be able to learn some basic functions of content management so you're not entirely dependent on a developer to make changes. That's my personal kind of MO. But certainly if you have the wherewithal and the funds to hire somebody to make changes and to do updates and do everything for you, that's that's also an option. Um, But But that can also change midstream. So I think your idea of is trying to learn how to do it yourself so you can make the changes actually is a great one. Yeah, and WordPress, I can't say enough good things about WordPress. It's a very ubiquitous um, platform, and it is it is really easy to use. It's got a lot of WYSIWYG, what you see is what you get kind of features for creating pages and so forth, and there's a lot of great free plugins um, that people have developed you can use. But I think... In terms of uh, people starting their own business or buying their own business, you need to know what the goals of your business are first and foremost. So, for example, the goals of my website were twofold. Number one, it was to be e-commerce, but an equally important goal was to educate people about clay because it's so such a wonderful gift from nature, but so few people relative to the population of the universe know about it. And so... I didn't want my site to look like Amazon when you went there or eBay, like it's just about buying stuff. So when you go to earthlivingclay.com, there's a lot of really good information so that people can get educated about calcium bentonite clay and um, and how it can help. And does it also, do you, in your website, do you also talk about the different ailments or things that clay has been known to help or, or yeah. you know, like you said, that? Yes, I do. I, I um, So clay is not an FDA-approved um, substance. It's a GRAS substance, which is considered generally regarded as safe by the FDA. But I have to be careful about as, as many other natural health products. Right. Um, you can't, you can't yeah. say it's going to cure anything, but right. it is a good source to use to... Right, right. To and, and I have a... I have a whole page, so I tell other people's story. I have a whole page on my website. It's right on the front and center link. It says testimonials, 
And those are all experiences that people have had using um, the clay that I have available. So that I let other people tell the story. Well, that's good. Okay, what tips can you give our listeners about hiring employees? Uh, well, first and foremost, you know, you need to know when you need to um, let go of things and, and outsource. You know, if you're a service organization where you're just billing for your time, um, that's not as maybe big a need, although you may need an accountant or somebody to do some administrative tasks. But first and foremost, behind uh, knowing when you need to delegate is to screen fully and carefully. So even though it may be a part-time job that you're not paying a lot, Call the previous employers. Don't call acquaintances and friends if they put those down as references. But call previous employers and find out why the employee left their position. Now, obviously, employers are not going to tell you this because they don't want to be sued, but you could certainly ask the employer if that prospective employee is eligible for rehire. So check references. Um, You know, one of the things that my company values is paying a living wage. So I was starting people out at the top end of an entry-level job and didn't end up with reliable help. I'm on my fifth employee. I have one part-time employee, and she's my fifth person. She's awesome. Um, But I I started at this high wage, but now what I do is I start um, at a minimum wage and give a 25% raise after 60 to 90 days if they've, you know, done a good job. And then another raise after that if they still cut the mustard. So then they're at the top end of the pay scale within a three- to six-month period based on their performance. And the, the tasks that I um, have hired for, we're not talking rocket science here, but um, Buffy, my, my help now, as I said, she's awesome, and she is doing more high-value tasks, and I hope to bring her on full-time in 2013, and I'm in a position now where I'm, actually going to hire a another part-time employee to take over some of the lower-value tasks that she's doing. Wow, that's great. How important is social media to business today, and is it just for online-only business or what? Well, my business is online-only at the moment, right? It's only an e-commerce business. I don't have plans to expand into retail location to have my own retail location. So my perspective is a little different. But nonetheless, I frequent brick and mortar businesses pretty much every day, like most people do. And in my opinion, it's critical for all businesses, if they're online or not online, that not only want to grow their business, but just to survive today in the in today's economy, that they have an online presence. People are online all the time. And the world changes so fast, customers really are in the driver's seat. And you can't afford to, you know, not pay attention to what customers want and what they think about you. And social media is one of the great ways to keep your um, ear to the ground, so so to speak. I also think that having an online following can be a competitive advantage for brick-and-mortar businesses. So, for example, Yelp, right, is a great example um, of a, a service that lots of people use to go to look for reviews. And if your business isn't on there, then people aren't going to find you, people that would otherwise would find you if you had an online presence with something as simple as a website, you know. But um, so I think really an online-only business with no social media presence to me is an oxymoron because social media, you know, can definitely be overwhelming 
because there's so many different platforms and, you know, you could spend lots of time and it, and it truly can be a time sink. But the key, what I found, is to start with one platform and do that well and do it regularly. And so that it doesn't become a big time sink, it's a good idea to schedule time, maybe 30 minutes a day or an hour a day and put it on your calendar to do social media. And once you get the hang of it and learn the platform that you're using, then you can add a second platform. Um, I mentioned some of the things that uh, I am on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, YouTube, Pinterest, and Google+. I don't spend the same amount of time on all of them. For example, my only posts on Twitter come from my Facebook updates, and I'm good with that. Um, I'm not very active on Google+, but when I see something I like online that has a Google Plus share icon, I click it. Um, and, you know, there's a lot of free resources to learn about social media, but there's also a lot of noise on the Internet. And I personally like Amy Porterfield for learning about Facebook. She co-authored the book Facebook for Dummies, and she used to work for Tony Robbins. And What's um, her name, Amy what? A- Amy Porterfield, and she's got two classes. She's got a face, she's got Facebook ads, and she's got... Um, I'm thinking they know. Anyways, but Amy Porterfield, you can find her on Facebook or amyporterfield.com. And um, I also created a page on my website, on the Earth Living Clay website, under Learn. And then if you go to About, I just created a page called Grow Your Small Business where I'll list the resources and some of these tips that I'm talking about and, and provide links for people so that they can um, look at it themselves, you know, click through and check it out. But So I did take a class of Amy's. It was inexpensive, and to me it was um, priceless. Um, also for social media, for LinkedIn, I like Lewis Howes' um, LinkedIn Influence course. And, again, that's another inexpensive course. Well, who, is, who is that one? Lewis Howes, H-O-W-E-S. Oh, Lewis. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then for um, Pinterest, I like, and I've, I've checked out different ones, and I like Andrea Ayers. She has a business called Launch Grow Joy, and she also so she has a Pinterest class, online classes. And the thing that's so great is that you can take these courses. Number one, they're inexpensive, and number two, you can access them when it's convenient for you, and you can go back and re-listen to it. And most of them have closed Facebook groups associated with them, so you can go online with you know anywhere from less than a hundred. I think the Facebook group has, I don't know, 6,500 people or something on it. And you can ask questions and interact with other people that are also learning. And so I really like that as well. And so for not a lot of money, if you find the people that, you know, have good value, and these are are three people that I think have good value, you can learn a lot about social media quickly. Since you're global, I was surprised you're not on eCademy. That's a great global um, social media. E-C-A-D-E-M-Y dot com. Well, I will look into that. Thank you for the referral. Um, Do you blog, and has it helped your business? So blogging has definitely helped my business. Um, And like social media, it doesn't have to be complicated, and that's, you know, it's so easy to get overwhelmed as an entrepreneur that's doing, wearing so many hats. But in my opinion, it's the key way to deliver fresh content, which is what Google Love, love, love. They like fresh content that's written by people, right? And my goal, my blogging goal is to write one post a week minimum. 
some people say you need to blog once a day. Some people say more than once a day, but that that doesn't work for me given everything else that I need to do. So once a week may not sound like a lot, but giving, given everything else on my plate, as I say, it works for me, and so people should just find out what works for them. Posts don't have to be long. They can be, you know, 500 pages. Um, they should also be sure to post, uh, use a picture in every blog post and use a Pinterest button so that others can share your posts because Pinterest is a very um, popular and growing social media platform. Um, and things with pictures get, get shared more frequently on Facebook. So once you do a blog post, you know, you're going to post it to your business Facebook page, which you can link up to Twitter, and you can then also post it on the LinkedIn groups that you belong to. Um, and if you're on WordPress, which, again, I, I really like WordPress, you can get the plug-in magic action box to put at the bottom of every post with a call, of, call to action for readers to sign up so that they can be notified of new blog posts, so that way you can grow your list. Wow, that's good. Um, you do business internationally. How complicated is that? Well, so our clay is unique. It's from the Death Valley area of the Mojave Desert, and people from all over the world are interested. Able to find me via the internet. I have an aged domain, and I also have search engine optimization in my website. And really, it's true what they say about the internet leveling the playing field in this regard. I just uh, shipped a package today to Ireland. My number one export country is Canada, but I've sent packages recently to um, Greece and Belgium, Denmark, Cyprus, I mean, really all over the world. Wow. Um, and, yep, I, I ship 99% of my retailers via U.S. Um, Postal Service Priority Mail, and it's a dry product. So, like with my domestic orders, I just enter the customer information and the print the labels online. Uh, the only difference is I have to hand the clerk the package rather than drop it off at the post office, but that's really no big deal. Right. Uh, what tools have you found to be most helpful in running your business? Well, I mentioned this earlier, but I think it bears repeating. There is a lot of noise on the Internet, and like everyone else, I have a pretty limited attention span. So when I'm listening to someone or reading their newsletter or blog post, if it doesn't have at least one good idea that I can act on, that will help me or otherwise resonates with me, I don't I don't follow them any longer. And I have learned about several awesome tools, like I mentioned the Magic Action Box from Natalie Lussier. Um, she's another really good person, I think, to follow that gives good advice for free, and she has a weekly tip. I subscribe to her email. Um, so following people that have good content is, is really useful. The other tool, believe it or not, is the telephone. Um, you'd be surprised at or how many people call, and when I answer the phone and they get a live person, they go, oh, my God, a live person. And they really right. appreciate it because so often today phone numbers are buried or you can't even find them on the website. And then if it does um, go through, it goes to voicemail. And so I answer the phone 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. Um, my phone doesn't ring off the hook all day long, so this is very doable for me. You know, not to mention that we live in a 24-by-7, 365-day world, so I think it's important to um, make yourself available. I think so, too. How do you keep from being overwhelmed with doing everything? Well, when you're doing everything, it really is easy to be overwhelmed, but it's very important to prioritize. For example, if there are revenue-generating tasks to be done, those are a priority, obviously. That includes not only responding to customers and filling orders, but also making sales calls on potential new affiliates or wholesale accounts. 
But this, too, doesn't have to be overcomplicated. At the end of each day, um, I make a list uh, on a piece of paper or whiteboard of what tasks need to be done the next day. I have actually two lists. One is an immediate list. That's for tomorrow. And then I have a near-term list. For example, on my immediate list last night was for today was to think through and type out the answers to, you know, the questions that we're talking through. And on my near-term list is to implement responsive design on my site so it's readable on mobile devices. So I'm a big believer in lists, but I only have two of them. And, uh, you know, unless you're a service business where you build your time for services rendered, you cannot, nor should you, do it all. You probably right. remember, um, Robbie, Michael Gerber's book from 1990, The E-Myth. Right. And uh, what I remember so well all these years later from that is the concept of working on your business versus in your business. Right. And so you really need to know where your strengths are and what the high-value activities are and get help with the things you are not good at and are low value so you can concentrate on tasks that will grow your business. And, yes, it will take funds to, to have help, but you don't. if you don't, you'll become trapped in your business and you just wind up in another J-O-B. Right. And, it is another, is, and then it's almost like what you escape from. Right. Exactly. You wind up just with another job, except now you've got maybe more responsibilities than you had if you were in, in a corporate job. Before we go to what's next for Earth Living Clay, why don't you tell the people a little bit about Earth Living Clay so they know okay. what it is, you know, because okay. I'm sure there's a lot of people that don't know what it is. Okay, so calcium bentonite clay is a, the clay that we have is a volcanic ash that um, started its life from a volcano out in the Mojave Desert here in California near Death Valley, and over time, it became covered with earth, and so it is mined from beneath the surface of the earth, and it has a negative ionic charge to it. It's inert or it's, you know, doesn't do anything when it's dry, but when it's hydrated, the negative ions become living or active, and most people mix the clay with water and drink it. It's the consistency of flour, and it's a, a colloidal, so you shake it up in a bottle of water and you just drink a little bit, an ounce to two ounces a day, and as it goes through the system, it attracts positive ionic molecules to it, and so it's a detoxifier. So any kind of parasites, bad bacteria, toxins, those sorts of things, it, it's going to attract itself and absorb them, and then it's eliminated through the body. So that most people um, drink calcium bentonite clay, but it can also be used in baths. It can also be used for face masks and for wounds making a mud with it. So there's a lot of different purposes, and it is just an amazing gift from the earth that's millions of years old. It, it also, I remember years ago uh, I heard that if you put it, you know, you rub it on your body, it can draw things out from your body. Is that, you know, right. like so impure, impurities? Or... That's right. That's right. So it's a detoxifier. So when you take it internally, it, it's detoxing you from the inside out, and when you do a body wrap or you do a clay bath, it's pulling the toxins out through your skin, and your skin is your largest organ, and so it, you can detox if you're not inclined to drink the clay. You can certainly take clay baths to detox. It's really good for skin conditions, um, irritable bowel syndrome, acid reflux. I've got a testimonial a couple of weeks ago, a woman... Um, got relief from fibromyalgia, and I, I also had another woman in Tucson that um, her husband 
had some relief from his arthritis by drinking the place. So it it can do amazing things for people. Okay. So what's next for Earth Living Clay? Well, so we uh so I've started my uh my book. I've got my outline together for my book. I'm going to put that together and um I mentioned an affiliation with a veterinarian and as a result of that I've, I've got this pet line and we now have an affiliate program. We are reaching out to animal rescue leagues so that they can put a banner ad on their website and link over to our website and earn a 15% commission on all of the sales that come in through the, the link. And then finally, we're just starting to grow our wholesale account so that people can find clay in their local health food store. Wow, that's great. And again, let's give everybody how they can connect with you. Sure. So my email is Janet, J-A-N-E-T, at earthslivingclay.com. You can find Earth's Living Clay on Facebook or Twitter, YouTube, Pinterest. You can find me, Janet Lancaster, at on um, LinkedIn. And then my website, earthslivingclay.com, and I have a page called Grow Your Small Business under the About section, and so I'm going to list the resources there. And then my phone number, 619-840-8467. I'm in California. I'm happy to chat with people and help the way I've been helped by others. That's great. Well, Janet, it's been fabulous talking with you. It's amazing how fast a half an hour goes. But I want to thank you again for being my guest today. And um, for everybody tuning in, we've been listening to Janet Lancaster, who's the CEO of Earth Living Clay, and you can go to her website at www.earthlivingclay.com. And be sh- I, I also want to give a shout-out to um, to radioguestlist.com uh, because if you're a radio host anywhere and you're looking for fabulous guests, you need to go to them because they do allow you to post that you're looking for guests. So it's www.radiolist.com. Because of their wonderful guests, after they posted my need, I'm booked all the way to May with fabulous um, guests from all over the country. Uh, Next week, my guest will be Valerie Shepard, who's known as the Sherpa of Happiness. So you should be be sure to tune in. And one of the great things about Diva Strategies for Success, if you can't tune in live, you can always tune in at your convenience. Well, Janet, I wish you the best of luck, and I know that this is a great product because I do know, I think it was actually the people who owned it before that did some work with, uh, had them in the clinic of a person that I know, Dr. Bill Kellis, the Center for Advanced Medicine. So you should really contact them again because I think they lost contact with that person. Okay, great. Well, Robbie, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciated being on here with you, and I hope uh, some of your listeners get in touch with me and see if I can help Yeah, them. and even learning, I mean, just giving them a, also, I think you could do a class on how to get, the, you know, decide what your right business is, you know, because so many people mm-hmm. don't have any idea what they want to do. Mm-hmm. They know they want to do something, but they just don't know what they want to do. So you have to have yep. a plan, and it's certainly you had a fabulous plan. And it's been a wonderful meeting with you, and we're going to have to close the show until next All week, right. Thursday at 5 p.m. Join us then. Thank you, Robbie. Bye. Bye. Bye.